1: Okay. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Spark Reynolds Facebook Live and podcast. Um, and as you see, Brian's not here. We have a guest, and this is Saj Grubbs, and he has joined us before, so you might remember him. Saj is a licensed attorney in Alabama, and he has over a decade on a lot of asset protection experience. Um, he's an a account- credit business intermediary and a certified advanced business exit planner. I know um, I have learned a ton from him through the years. Well, thank you. <laughs> And um, he's got a wealth of wealth of knowledge. So today we're going to be primarily um, talking about covering your assets and <laughs> um, especially for seniors or we're, we're all going to get there. Eventually I'm getting really close. I just had a birthday. So, um, we're gonna, I'm going to hand this over to Saj and he's going to let us know a little bit about how to cover our assets.
0: Well,
2: thank you, uh, Denny and Brian, we miss you. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I started cyastrategies.com, uh, mainly because, it was the perfect mixture or the perfect storm between helping real estate investors, which I have a lot of clients that are doing short-term rentals or long-term rentals and flips. And then I also do as part of my law firm, Medicaid planning for seniors, right? Mm -hmm. At least I call it Medicaid planning because a lot of business owners and a lot of people, until COVID, they didn't see the value in going ahead and getting their assets protected right Mm -hmm. and doing it ahead of time but you always had that small crowd which is growing now you know due to baby boomers but you always had that small crowd that was either in an assisted living or were headed to a nursing home or were having uh illnesses that that was putting them in and out of the hospital or maybe they had people coming in to take care of them Um, you know, and the big thing is you have a lot of caregivers, a lot, a lot of people with full-time jobs, uh, men, women over the age of 40 who are actually taking care of these seniors. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, it was like, okay, what is their biggest asset? Right. And to most people, you may have a 401k, IRA, those types of things, but real estate is usually someone's largest asset. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, so uh, whether it's rental properties or whether it's just your home, a lot of times the real estate is what they're trying to protect and that's what they wanted to pass on. So that's how I kind of got started and doing the CYA strategies. And, you know, we do it. I call it CYA strategies.com because we help business owners. We have real estate investors and we help seniors that are looking to go into a long-term care facility and cyA stands for cover your assets or <laughs> control your assets either right. way um, let me
1: ask you a question with um, like you know there's there's insurance against nursing like if you have to go in a nursing home and things like that is this a better strategy or does it go along with um, something like that?
2: Well, that's a great question. So if you have long term care insurance, that's great. But the problem is most people by the time they want to get it or need it, they don't qualify. The other issue is that long term care insurance is very expensive. And we're living much longer. So the insurance companies themselves kind of stop doing long term care. So you have to find and work with a I would say work with some sort of fiduciary, financial advisor, not just a typical insurance person. And at that point, you can actually find if you have cash available, you can actually find some ways to still have like a life insurance slash long-term care plan or policy, oh, right? Um, but yeah, that's the main thing is when people need it, they don't qualify for it. So if you have it, we look at it and we help you with it. Uh, but the main thing that we do is we put those real estate investors with the people that are needing to sell that house and receive some sort of inheritance for their family.
1: Nice. Nice. So how does your strategies help protect? The
2: well, senior? well, CYA for Seniors, again, as far as CYA strategies, if you are a real estate investor, what are we always taught, Denny? You're looking for what? A motivated seller, right?
1: Exactly.
2: Yep. <laughs> All right. So if you're dealing with a family who has a loved one that they know is not going to be returning home, or you know they are having some condition or some issue to where they may be at home, but they can't really take care of them like they want to at home. Right? So at that point, this person's very motivated because what they're going to learn is in order to qualify and get Medicaid, which pays for the majority of, of people in nursing homes across America in order to qualify for that, a lot of times what Medicaid will tell you is that we're going to put a lien on your house. Okay. Yes. And nine out of 10 people, they cringe when they hear that. You know, they're like. Not only okay. that,
1: they, um, I just I'm going through this, something like this yes. with my mother, and they look back five years.
2: Yes, just, yes, it's crazy. They look back. Yes, and so what happens is they look back over five years just to see what this person's done with their money for five years. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, so for instance, you may have a habit of giving every grandchild a hundred dollars. That Medicaid person may look and go, well, wait a minute, these are uncompensated gifts. So now we're going to penalize you for giving out those Christmas gifts. And what I found was I would have people, you know, sometimes they would send them to me from the facility or sometimes uh, dementia friendly or someone would send them to me and they would just, You know be taken back by the fact that the only way mama or daddy could qualify was if medicaid got a lien on the house and you know they're saying well wait a minute we've already spent a lot of mama and daddy's money because they were in an assisted living or independent living or we had people come into the house and help and now we got to give the house away you know that's 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 not something that sits well with people, you know? Right. Um, And so when COVID happened, a lot of people woke up and they were like, well, let's do a state plan. Let's get this done. Let's get that done. But also what happened was a lot of people pulled family members out of facilities and then they had to pay out of pocket for them to be kept at the house, right? Or they were keeping them themselves or helping out. But then when they got ready to put them back in the facility, you know, they might not have initially qualified for Medicaid and now they're going, okay, we can get, we can get qualified for Medicaid now because we've spent a bunch of money. Well, that lean on the house thing that hurts. Right. Okay. And what they found out was if you don't sell that house in the right way, then you can mess up mama or daddy getting qualified for Medicaid. And if they are a veteran and will qualify for what's called VA aid in attendance, you can mess that up also. Wow. Wow. So what I was able to do and the reason why I say this is a national thing, I know Medicaid is national. I'm in a lot of different national uh, legal organizations where we just concentrate on helping the elderly. Uh, But I also help real estate investors. And so I kind of found that hole or that gap where I was like, these people have houses and they're motivated sellers these people have cash or can get their hands on cash and they want a good deal on a house or a property. Let and me ask
1: you this though. with uh, So somebody comes, they buy their house with cash. Um, there's still a paper trail or whatnot. So would the uh, Medicaid people still see that transaction? Yes.
2: So, and and here's the thing, this is where you know, it's like the perfect storm for me personally because all of my expertise on helping these separate types of clients now mesh. Um, The thing is this, I understand that Medicaid is a federal program. Mm -hmm. Now, each state partners with Medicaid in order to kind of create their own local state type of program. Right. Mm -hmm. But the basics are federal. And that's the key. The basics are federal. So it doesn't matter what state you're in. There's certain things like the five year look back and things like that that are just basic. So getting rid of the house uh, is a way to ensure that people can receive an inheritance who normally would not have. And there's certain things that I know how to do just because I'm an elder law, Medicaid, planning, asset protection, you know, real estate asset attorney to where i can take those basic rules and help them find you know a investor or someone to take the property and they get a discount on the property Uh, and then still put a plan together for them to get on medicaid and for them to know how many months they may have to pay out of pocket or how many months it's going to take for them to actually get Medicaid to pay for them to be in the facility.
1: Now, let me ask you this. Um, Somebody who is not quite a senior yet, but is approaching that area, uh, you know, 60s (laughs) or whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Would you be able to put help them put strategies and plans in place that they would be able to, um, you know, bypass some of these things ahead of time instead of.
2: Yes, certainly so. There's no time like the presence to plan. Right. And so we use some asset protection trust. I like to call it a CYA trust. And we use that trust a lot of times to go ahead and protect things like your house and things like that. So when you do it early enough, that five years has passed. And since that five years has passed, Medicaid cannot see what's actually in your trust by the time you get ready to apply. So, you know, it's like you have a secret box, whether it could have a hundred dollars in there or it could have a million dollar mansion in there. The thing is, you did it a long time ago, you know, uh, five plus years ago. And so at that point, they don't have the right to say anything about it.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
2: now it's if- for real estate investors, because real estate investors, a lot of times, you know, they try to liquidate. Uh, as they get older, um, or they try to give it to family or things like that. If you do it through a trust, Take right. you know, like your LLC or whatever you own can actually be owned by a trust, which adds a complete double layer of asset protection. And it's the best way actually to protect uh, yourself as a real estate investor and to completely separate your personal liability from your business liability of actually being a real estate investor. I always call it the LLC trap because people don't understand, even though you may have an LLC or S Corp, that is still a personal interest. And because it's a personal interest, I always tell people that's not a true separation of your personal from your business, because if you're personally attacked, that personal interest can be attacked also.
1: Right, right. Yeah. I remember you saying that before and some some of our um. A broadcast together. So, what exactly can you know? People that are watching and and real estate investors that we know, what can they do to protect themselves? Like, how do they contact you? Or yeah,
2: so on um, cyastrategies.com, uh, I did put yours. the
1: link in the chat just for anybody. All right, so
2: they know. All right. there's a uh, form on there. You can fill that form out, and you know, if you are a real estate investor and you're like, hey. I need to figure out how to protect myself because all I have is LLCs or houses in my own name. And I would like a added level of protection. Um, you know, we're there to help you put a CYA strategy in place. Awesome. Um, if you are a real estate investor and you come across a realtor, cause realtors don't understand Medicaid. Um, it's not their job. Um, and you know, even if you're working with a realtor, that's a senior real estate specialist, They don't understand Medicaid. They understand the issues of seniors, but not necessarily how to get them qualified for Medicaid. Right. So if you come across those things, um, you know, go in there, fill it out, we'll be happy to help. Um, If you are a caregiver and you're like, hey, I need help with mom or dad. And I'm thinking about putting them in the facility. And of course, their biggest asset is this house. Right. You know, and even if it's not the biggest asset, a lot of times the house may not be the biggest asset when you start going down this path. But by the time you spend all the money and, you know, you liquidate stuff and you go through the medical bills at some point, that house becomes the biggest asset. And most people just do not want to just hand that house over to Medicaid. Right.
1: Right. Um, And How often do you see this changing? yeah because it's the government so they're changing daily i mean but like the five year look back how long has that been in effect
2: five year look back has been there for about a decade uh, okay yeah it's been there for a while i don't think they are going to do anything different anytime soon because they're getting a lot of pushback right now mm. with uh nonprofit organizations basically saying hey it needs to be easier To get on medicaid right um and you know what they did a few years ago if anything was they actually strengthened uh medicaid being able to come back you know after someone passes away and opening up a probate and going after the state so they can get paid back which is called medicaid recovery right Mm -hmm. so they strengthened that up a few years ago and now there's pushback from that so Um, You know, which, again, that's why I like doing the CYA strategies to help these people. Um, Case in point, just a quick case study. I had a client who had family here in Alabama, and they were in California. And the realtor and the nursing home lady just told them, hey, there was nothing that could be done. Um, You know, they had mom and dad in an assisted living, and they were about to transfer to the nursing home. And they told them. Just do what the lady at nursing home says. Just you know, go ahead. Let Medicaid put a lien on the house. We're going to wow. put some money in a pool trust, you know, and then they'll just walk in. Well, it didn't sit well with him, with the the son, because he was like, "That's the house I grew up in," you know. And he said, "If they didn't pay anything else, when we were growing up, they made sure we had that house." And he did not want to give that house away, so luckily he talked to a different realtor and that realtor sent him to me and we got that house sold to a cash deal real estate investor within like 14 days which is good because when you're doing see here's another trick when you're doing the medicaid application you have to be in a facility for 30 days right and you have to list on that application every single thing that you own so if it's a house, LLC, it doesn't matter. Business doesn't matter. You have to list it all, right? So if you get that house sold within 30 days, you don't even have to put the house on the Medicaid application, oh, okay. you see what I'm saying? So yeah. they have to put a lien on it because it's cash. You know what I mean? So we put a plan in place for them to where, you know, their parents own that house. We sold it uh, at a, I mean, it was at a discount, but it was at a discount that we knew Medicaid would accept because we followed their rules, right? And the investor was elated because they got a you know a great property, and then the family was elated because realized this house was just going to go to Medicaid, you know. Um, but they were able to put close to twenty grand in their pocket and pay for their mom's funeral um, because you know mom had not prepaid or anything and within a few days of being in a nursing home, mom passed away. And they were like, Saj, if we had not done these, uh, you know, CYA for seniors at this point, we would be coming out of pocket $9,000 to pay for mom's funeral. Um, You know, so they were elated. Uh, You know, so that was a family that basically was not supposed to have an inheritance if they'd done it the way everybody told them to do it. Right they came to us and we helped them. And, you know, they walked away with a funeral paid for another funeral prepaid for, and about 12 grand in their pocket.
1: One more question. Can trusts help in this circumstance? Like if you want to give these things to your kids, like a house, for instance.
2: Yeah. A a trust is a, people get them confused sometimes, but a, a a trust is a will substitute, right? The main difference is a trust helps you now, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you're doing any type of asset protection or any type of planning, you would like to have a trust involved. The trick is you have to have the right trust involved. Uh, there's a lot of trust gurus out there. You gotta be careful where you get your trust from. I had a guy come in a month ago and He bought a trust offline. I'm not going to say the name of the company, Mm -hmm. but he brought it to me to read because he couldn't get a bank to actually accept his trust. And the first thing I read was this trust, which is a red flag, uh, says that it can't be created by an attorney. Right. All right. Well, trust law itself is federal law. So you would want an attorney to create something under federal or state law. Then this trust also said that it wasn't governed by any state law. It was governed by nature. (laughs) (laughs) It was governed by nature. And at that point, I just looked at him and I said, you basically got robbed. That's you know, like that was my legal opinion. At that (laughs) point was you were robbed Um, and he paid good money for that trust. Um, But you have to find the right type of trust. And the trust that we use is asset protection trust, but it allows you to actually be in control and be the trustee. A yeah. lot of asset protection trusts don't allow you to be in control and be the trustee, which costs you extra every year because now you've got to pay somebody to do things on your behalf. Um, but the one that we use, you actually get to be in control and awesome. it, does, it, it does its job in that you don't necessarily have to ask your CPA or your attorney or what have you, and you still enjoy your asset protection and you still can receive the income, you know, out of the trust, gotcha. out of your LLC. So, uh, it's, it's, it's the best of both worlds It's you can have your cake and eat it too. is what I like to say. You can own the business, completely separate it or own the house and completely separate it from your personal assets and stay in control.
1: Right. Wow. Well, with that being said, we got to close up soon, but I would like um, everybody to know your contact information. We do have the, um, and I'm actually going to put it in again for everyone, the <laughs> link so that you can um, go and fill out a form and Saj will, you'll contact them, correct? That's
2: right. That's right. Yes. We'll receive an email um, and we'll get in touch with you.
1: So, and that's for any kind of question. Saj is great with all asset protection. So, yeah, and, um, yeah. yeah, I know I know. he's helped a lot of people I know. So <laughs> um, reach out to him. And Saj, I thank you so much. I thank you um, because this is something that everybody needs to know.
2: Thank you. Thank you. And I'm excited because CYA strategies were just getting started. But I've, like I said, I've been doing this for a while and I just saw the hole there where you have real estate investors looking for motivated sellers and you have families who are motivated, but the last thing they want to do is mess up mom or dad's chances, actually getting on Medicaid, you know, or getting on VA aid and attendance. And you know, it actually, to me, it's a win-win for everyone,
1: right? Absolutely. It's all about protecting your. I mean, you work hard for this stuff. You certainly don't want to uh, lose
2: yeah, it. Just give it away. Yeah, that's right. what I about, Like, I have not met a family yet who just said, "I don't care. Just let you know the government or whomever take it and have it." I've, right. I haven't met them yet. I haven't met them yet. So. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> so,
1: thank you again, Saj, and thank you everybody for joining us. Um, again, the link is in the chat. And um, y'all have a nice Tuesday and thank you again, Saj. Thank you again.
2: Bye, Brian, wherever you are. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: camping. (laughs) Oh,
2: there we go. World traveler.
1: (laughs) Everybody have a nice day.
2: You too.
0: Did you know we offer a free eight video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information.